The content of the following program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or cure. Always consult your physician or a health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Ready, set, go! And the truth shall set you free! Welcome to One Life Radio. We are going higher indeed, everyone. Welcome to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Jerry, Marie. Hello. <laughs> and oh. Chris. <laughs> is Chris there? <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hot hot. Chris, how you doing? Oh my god. I get so excited when you're on the show. Yeah, it's a good week. It's a good week. She is all a Twitter. I am all a Twitter. Oh, my gosh. So I have to say, though, gosh, we're going to talk some football today and a lot of other things. Super Bowl recap and infrared workouts with Chris Gronkowski, you guys. He is the owner and inventor of the ice shaker vacuum insulated bottles that hold ice for over 30 hours. In 2017, Chris and his brother successfully pitched ice shaker on Shark Take, ultimately partnering with Mark Cuban, who helped grow the brand nationally before founding ice shaker chris played in the nfl for the dallas cowboys indianapolis colts and the denver broncos you can find chris at icehaker.com or on instagram at icehaker so chris all right you know you were at the super bowl this past weekend it's such an incredible event especially in person <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <It is. laughs> yeah Huh, or not hot hot, but I was going to say, uh, what is that song? Oh, ooh, there it is. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, you know, what were your overall thoughts on the game? How was it, Chris? That that was an incredible game. It, yeah, it definitely it lived up to the hype for sure. So um, very entertaining until the last two minutes, unfortunately. I know. What in the heck? So, you know, you brought it up. What are your thoughts on the infamous holding call in the final minutes of the game against the Eagles cornerback, uh, James Bradbury? I mean, which many, I have to say, are calling one of the worst calls in sports history. And I would I would jump on that bang, bandwagon wagon as well. I was in absolute shock. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Holding? I mean, it was, uh, what do you think? I- I'll stop. What do you think? You're the, you're the yeah, expert I mean, here. <laughs> it's, it's a tough call. It's an offensive player. I mean, you'd want it called uh, because, it, you know, your whole timing's thrown off. You know, he does, uh, and it's and it's a very solid technique, but he does grab his hip and, and kind of pulls him back on it as well. So uh, throws the timing off, and you could tell by the throw that, um, you know, the timing was off significantly. You know, he, he ended up throwing it four yards over him uh, because, yeah, he did get slowed down by, by the corner. So, uh James Bradbury came out and said it was holding himself, so it's it's kind of tough to argue that as well. But as a fan watching that game, it would have been amazing to you know not see that call, see them kick a field goal, and then see if Philly could uh, you know come back and tie it up or win the game with two minutes left. So uh, at the end of the day, I think it's, it, it's it's a call. If it was early in the game and they made that call, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Um, but since it was such a pivotal moment, yeah, it, it made it a massive deal and. Uh, yeah, it turned into you know two minutes where they kneeled the ball and kicked the field goal and the game was over and it just kind of took all that uh, amazing uh, just energy out of the game and 
turned it into a kneeling fast, which just was tough to tough to see as the ending. Oh, it was. It was. It it really was. It was like I even I even cut off my cable. I don't know if I'll bring it back. <laughs> like I'm serious. Like you I'm called like, them and you had it canceled. I, yeah. No. Yesterday. You rage I quit your cable no, because no, of the football I'm not game? A, no, I'm not a rage. No, no, no. <laughs> I never I never watch a television anyway. The only thing I watch on television is football typically, and so I just thought, you know, I just I'm just gonna I'm gonna save the money. I'm cutting off my cable. I don't know if I'll turn it back on if there's a game that I want to see I'll go somewhere else and see it but you know I don't know I just was really disappointed as an NFL fan for many many years to see that kind of call in the final minutes of the game I think what where there was one minute and 48 seconds on the clock something like that right when they made the call yeah yeah it was it was towards the end there yeah there plenty of time to go back down and at the very minimum you know kick a field goal yeah and maybe, back up. well you know in the end the right team won anyway well, I had no, I had no dog in the hunt. I didn't, I didn't care who won. I really didn't. I liked. I thought both teams des- deserved to be there. You know, I really do. And uh, you know, I'm not a hater on either side. I just, as a football fan, I was like, what in the hell? I mean, you know, you see, you see call, you could, you see like a pass interference call when they, when they um, barely, you know, it's questionable, right? And then you see where they basically mug the guy and it's never called. So it's like, where, where do you make, where, how do you make that? decision Chris you know you know what I'm talking about I mean it, it didn't seem like it was it to me it seemed like he kind of just you know tugged on his shirt for a second he let it go and then the ball wasn't even catchable anyway do you think uh yeah I mean it was a holding call not pass interference so right uh, right pass interference it would have been they would have took the flag away because it was uncatchable at that point uh but yeah they, I mean they're calling it early and they should have threw the flag right away which I also think uh, you know, caused a lot of issues with the call right. because you know, when he held him, it was early on, and that that flag came out pretty late when the ball was kind of already overthrown at that point. So uh, made it look like a call that he was a little hesitant on as well and wasn't really mm-hmm. sure about. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what persuaded him to throw the flag and let alone delayed. But, yeah, it's it's a – so anybody else talking about it still? Or has everybody moved past it? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the Eagles fans will be talking about it for the next, uh, you know, five, ten, fifteen years. <laughs> That's got to be stressful for oh, that referee. Gosh, I'll just tell you, job. if it was the Bills, I think I would have had a heart attack. I think I, I, I really think I just would have gone, oh my god, like I think I would have gone crazy. How about you, being a Bills fan? Yeah, I mean, I mean, luckily, yeah, like luckily the Eagles recently have won a Super Bowl, so uh, yeah. it wasn't. As painful, but as a yeah. Bills fan, they, I mean, oh. they, they, they've never won a Super Bowl. If that's how it ended, yeah, uh, yeah, there would have been some serious issues. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have a question. Okay. Did Rihanna <laughs> not own that halftime show? I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I like <laughs> Rihanna. I love her music. Um, it, it, do you want me to be completely honest? We wouldn't expect anything less from you. Okay. Him. Well, I thought it was a little. Um, I I don't like uh, public displays of uh, you know sexuality and things like that. I thought that I just don't like that. I think that I don't know if it's a private club or something like that or you know I just thought it was over sexual. That's me personally. Not all of it, just parts of it. I saw a joke. Yeah, overall, <laughs> they said that the dancers actually- looked like little like sperm. <laughs> oh, is that what they were? I don't know. They were. Yeah. Well, I could see that. She's They're- pregnant. Oh, well, there were those, yeah, those white suits. I don't know what. What do you think, Chris? You were there. How was it? <laughs> yeah, so I didn't. I didn't actually stay for the game. Um, I thought the choreography, like just the fact that like they had five platforms floating in the air, was yeah, I mean, oh, was yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was a great set. 
Yeah, it was insane. Like that that set was next level. Yes. Uh, I am consistently amazed at how complex a show they can set up in that what is it, fifteen minutes in between I know the end of the second quarter and the beginning of the halftime show. Yeah, and I kept thinking, oh, my God, I was afraid she was going to fall off. I'm like, is she hinged to something, you know? And she's amazing. Yeah. She is. I love her music, and I, and I love Rihanna, but I just, I don't know. It was just a little too sexual for me, different parts of it. But the choreography, oh, my gosh, was off the charts. Amazing. And, and just what they were able to do, all the engineering that went into that, I totally agree. But, you know, um, uh, you know, so you left, so you didn't actually stay for the game. Did you tend, attend any of the events outside of the game? You know, like the day before, they have so much stuff right oh for sure yeah we had our own Gronk beach party that i had to be in town for you know forced ah. to go to a party oh man uh, so well it did have your name on it so you know I mean. yeah <laughs> yes yeah, so i got to do that um i went to shack's fun house it's always a great party uh attended the fan duel party it was a pretty good one as well but uh yeah i mean I've, I've been doing it for a while i've been to most of um the big name parties over the years as well and been to the Super Bowl, um, I, said, man, I think it's five times now at this point. So mm, uh, for me, yeah. the game itself, I, I mean, it's not the same as going to a home game. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, a lot of times the fans that are in the game are in the game because, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things on the bucket list that you just want to go to. And the people that are in the game are usually the ones that are, you know, corporate and they got tickets from a company and they're not truly fans. So right. the atmosphere isn't yeah. always the same as you would get at a home game. So uh, I don't go, I, I, I won't go to a game unless, you know, I have um, some kind of you know team in it or family member or something like that uh, at mm-hmm. this point. Cause I've been there, done that. And uh, it's a lot, you know, it's crazy. And there's a lot of people, uh, you know, around the event in the city. And it's, I mean, it's very expensive just to get a hotel room oh, uh, yeah. in the city uh, and mm-hmm. flights and all that as well. So, I would rather uh, watch from home. It was my son's sixth birthday as well, so I got back Aww. for Super Bowl Sunday and watched Aww. with the family. Wow, that's so, nice. I like hearing that. What were you going to say, Marie? Does one city really stand out for just going over the top on a Super Bowl? Uh, for city-wise? Yeah, like as uh, a whole, like the whole thing. I, I like Arizona. The weather's always nice. It was perfect weather. The venue was amazing. All the venues for the parties were great. Uh, yeah, I went up to um, you know Minnesota, and that was tough just because it was absolutely freezing out. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. So when you go to the cold weather, it, it is a little bit challenging. Um, Dallas, when we were in Dallas for it, uh, it ended up snowing that week, so that right. was very difficult as well. There's so many parties and so many things happening uh, that the weather plays a massive factor in it as well. So if it's really cold um, or if it's just um, you know bad weather, snowing out, raining, stuff like that, it's it's difficult. Uh, mm-hmm. because it's so packed too. And a lot of times like it's hard to get a car. So you're sitting outside waiting for an Uber and it's pouring out and right. uh, stuff like that. So uh, none of the parties are normally events as well. So they're kind of spread out through the city. And uh, so travel and just uh, getting everywhere is, is, is challenging, especially when it's in a city like Minnesota where it's really cold. Oh yeah, I, I'm trying to remember where I, the, I went to one uh, with the, it was it was the Steelers and the Cowboys. I can't even remember what year it was, and of course the Cowboys won. But um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to think of where it was. I think it was in Arizona, and of course, like you said, you know, we got free tickets because of uh, sponsorship of a soda company uh, through Wingstop and Pizza Patron. So, yeah. Uh, and that's and that's what's a lot of those co- people are in the audience, right? That but of course I am a true cowboy fan. I'm a football fan, but a lot of people aren't, like you said. But 
Yeah, right? they're there just to see the show. And um, yeah, see the show. It's awesome. It's one of the uh-huh. biggest Theo events in the world. So a lot of people are just going to show up and not truly be fans, not truly be into the game, but really be there just for the entertainment factor. Yeah. Well, you know, your brother Rob uh, starred in a live Super Bowl ad for an online gambling site um, attempting a field goal on live TV. And if he split the uh, uprights or made the field goal, the website's users would have split up a pool up of $10 million in free bets. So the call that, that but they, they the call that uh, that he missed, they're saying, I, and I watched it several times, it looks like he made it. So, Chris, what happened? Did he make it or did I he? No. Not. I watched it and I put my hands up and... Um, you know, like it was good, and then they said it was no good. So I ended up having to go do that in the middle of, like, the desert in Arizona. So it was, like, oh, gosh. minutes from the stadium. <laughs> yeah, and um, it, it was super windy because it was just kind of in the middle of nowhere. Right. Uh, so they were recording 30-mile-per-hour winds when he kicked it, uh, which is, I mean, that's, that's pretty significant. Uh, so it started off right down the pipe, and it looked great, and then it, um, you know, it severely swerved left. And they're saying it missed, so I, I don't know. Um, luckily for him, it, didn't, it wasn't his money. <laughs> so, uh, wow. He didn't gain or lose anything for making or missing it. But uh, FanDuel was still giving out $5 million in, in free uh, promo chips uh, as well, or bonus dollars or whatever um, they had going on with it. So instead of 10 it ended up being 5 because he missed the kick. Mm. Well, you know what? I'm having so much fun talking about football and just listening. I forgot to look at the clock. We need to go to break. We'll be right back. Everyone stay tuned. More coming up with Chris Gronkowski. We're going to be talking about infrared workouts. Stay tuned. You're listening to One Life Radio. If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at oneliferadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, Barricade. Hey everyone, I have to share a story about how amazing TerraFlora Advanced Care is for gut health. So my friend Liz contracted a debilitating intestinal bacterial infection about a month ago. Her doctor told her she could have died if left untreated. He prescribed a strong antibiotic that treated her infection, but unfortunately left her with terrible stomach bloating along with other intestinal issues. I recommended that she take TerraFlora Advanced Care to help her replenish the good gut bacteria lost by taking the antibiotic. Liz said she could tell the difference in her gut immediately after taking the advanced care. Her stomach bloating went away and she could feel her gut working the way it's supposed to. She says TerraFlora Advanced Care has been a game changer and she won't go without it. I hear stories like this all the time about TerraFlora Advanced Care and all the TerraFlora probiotics. I have been taking them for years myself and I encourage everyone to visit Enviromedica.com to see their full line of probiotics and find the one that's right for you. That's Enviromedica.com. Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio. everyone <laughs> welcome back to one life radio we are uh, we are broadcasting live from dallas texas on iHeartMedia, as well as kmet in southern california on abc news talk we've got chris gronkowski with us today he is the owner and inventor of the ice shaker vacuum uh, insulated bottles that hold of ice for over 30 hours you can find chris at IceShaker.com or on instagram at ice shaker so chris you know you've recently partnered with hotworks a national fitness studio concept using infrared therapy what makes this uh, concept so great and this workout so different 
Yeah, I heard you've been going there, too. I have. Oh, my God. I did the hot thunder and the hot blast last night. I'm glad you asked. Up. <laughs> I doubled up, and I was in and out in, like, 35 minutes. It was it was amazing. And the hot thunder, oh, my God, and that's proprietary. Uh, you know, they don't, no one else can do that. They built these machines with water that are like a rowing machine, and I was doing the Russian twist. You'll have to ask your wife because you told me she goes, too. So, right? Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. No, that's a cool I, name, though. I know. Hot thunder. Hot thunder. And I got to tell you, uh, you know what I got to say? My legs uh, feel, my body feels great today. And I noticed, of course, I have muscle memory and I've worked out for years, but my legs look more toned today just in those two workouts. And so, yeah, I'm all the way in. I love it. And it's right down the street from my house. So let's talk about it. What, uh, what, uh, this, this infrared, um, infrared therapy that you do while you work out in these rooms, it's such a cool idea. Have you done it yet? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've definitely got in there. Um, I, you know, we're limited to two brothers in there at a time. So my yeah. brother and I went in. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Tall, so, oh, that's uh, right. <laughs> yeah. So it, when we're in there, it's kind of tight because they're, they're so <laughs> massive. So which um, brother? I guess if you're, uh, so I went in there, we, we had, all of us went, but, um, I was doing a workout with my brother Gordy and he's about six, six. And, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the rooms the rooms are smaller. I mean, you're in an infrared, you know, sauna while you're doing the workout, so uh, you know it can't be just this massive room. Uh, and they're all individuals as well. Right. So pretty cool if you haven't been there before. But um, yeah, the infrared. I mean, it's going to get the toxins out of your body. It's going to get uh, just the, the temperature in there is you know it's up, and you can adjust it as well to what you want it at. But uh, you're going to be sweating. Uh, you're going to you're going to get a good workout in, and it's exactly kind of what you just said. Like I left, and I. I took a photo right when I walked out because I was just, just like toned up immediately almost. Yeah. Started. So, uh, felt great. Uh, I did more of the yoga, I believe it was when I did it. And, um, it, it's a challenge. Like the workouts are, like you said, they're short, yep. uh, but they're very efficient and effective. So, uh, I walked out of there and I was like, wow, I, like that was a good workout. Oh yeah. And it was only 15 minutes long. Yeah, and it's right down the street from my house. And you know, uh, I'm a I'm a recent uh, empty nester. My my baby went off to college, and so at night I'm like, oh, what am I going to do with myself? You know, and I but I want to get out of the house. And then I have a new puppy, Peter, Peter the puppy. <laughs> so, it's like I'm getting away from the, the the dogs now instead of the kids, taking a little break. I'm sure your wife uh, Brittany feels the same way when she goes to just you know pop out of the house to get a couple of workouts in and then come home, right? But it uh, it just feels so good, and it, and it's quick and it's effect like you said efficient and effective and so you know uh we've talked about infrared technology on the show many many times and i actually have a sunlight and infrared sauna in my home but combining combining it with a workout is really super cool so um and it's so new it's a fresh idea so what are the benefits chris of using this technology during a workout wow you might have to fill me in on some of this if you already had the experts on the show <laughs> uh, i mean because my understanding is that it is going to help um you'll get to get uh toxins out of your body yeah to help cleanse your body um of course it gets your your temperature up so you are sweating uh as well so i'm sure that helps as well but uh i just know it's a great workout for the most part so i jump in yeah uh, i feel great afterwards and uh, you know i get a good sweat in as well and 
then I pop out. But um, yeah, you can fill me in. What else well, am I missing there? Well, I mean, infrared goes deep and in, it goes deep into the cell. You know, it strengthens and activates the regenerative process in the human body, um, and it accelerates uh, workout recovery. So, you know, I was expecting to, you know, feel a little bit because I haven't done a really hard workout like that, like my back and my arms and everything, whole total body workout in a while, and I've never done rowing before. But I had no body pain. I woke up and I felt amazing. You know how typically after a really hard workout you wake up and you're a little sore oh yeah yeah i wasn't sore and so that's where i think the infrared really is uh it's healing you at the same time that you know it's uh because it's got that the, the invisible light spectrum uh and it creates that heat like you said and just uh and it uh strengthens and activates the regenerative processes in the body so yeah it's all good right I feel great. That's I can't wait to go back. <laughs> and, and you did too. You you doubled up as well. I doubled up. I did. And I at, when I when I was doing the hot thunder, I um I didn't see because it's kind of dark in there. You know, I didn't see where I could put my water bottle. Uh, or I I'm gonna start bringing my ice shaker with me, my custom ice shaker, or maybe get one there. And it's funny, you know, when I first walked in to sign up, I was talking to her, you know, about uh, the radio show. And then I said, yeah, we have these workout Wednesdays. It's so great. And I said, Chris Gronkowski with Ice Shaker. And she turned and she looked and she pointed over to the Ice Shakers. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So that's so cool that you got, you guys sell the Ice Shakers there, too. Absolutely. It's, it's a perfect fit. I mean, you're in the uh, hot room. Uh, actually, all the rooms have cup holders, too, which is absolutely amazing. And our bottles fit right into it. Yeah. It's got a, this, this perfect match made in heaven. Yeah, uh, and so I you, you need to keep your drink cold in the hot room, and and you got a cup holder. Yeah, but I drank a lot of water, you know, I did, and I'm thinking I'm going to get the half gallon one and bring it with me and just set it on the floor next to me, right? Because then if you do you a double a hose work- from it over to your mouth. <laughs> No, but, you know, I really think if you're going to do a double workout like that or then, you know, or just two workouts back to back that, um, you know, um, 32 ounces, which is what my um, custom made um, ice shakers are. I think they're 32 ounces. I think I'm going to bump them up to the half gallon, 64 ounce. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I don't know how many people do the double workout. So I think you I think you're an exception to the rule. Well, I don't Uh, know. There. Uh, I have a friend that's uh, very prolific. Uh, at Hot Works, she posts a lot of pictures of herself there oh, at the yeah. one in Sunnyvale. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder. I yeah. met a girl, Cindy, last night. Is her name Cindy? No, her name's no. Amanda. Her name's Amanda. Oh, I know Amanda. Her sister is. She's the co-owner, or her sister owns the. I think it's the same girl, Amanda, tall blonde. Uh, yes, very tall, very muscular. Yes, she's yeah, got two other Amanda. sisters. Oh, I didn't know she had two other sisters. Okay. Are, are it they? May, uh, it may not be the same one, but I bet I bet it is. I just bet it is. Um, yeah, because she she um, she's there. I think she might be the manager at that location because I think her sister owns it. But and what a great! I have to say, as being a franchisor, former franchisor, uh, I have to say the concept I think is really solid. I can see them all over the place. What about you, Chris? They are opening up all over the place. <laughs> I'm lucky enough to work with them, and uh, every time they sign up a new one, uh, they'll sign up for a wholesale account with Ice Shaker as well, and. I love uh, it. So I see it. I mean, it's literally every month. Uh, yeah, there's there's new wholesale accounts being created. So they're doing a great job. They, they've obviously created a, an awesome workout that's a little bit unique and different and convenient. Uh, that's yeah. the one thing too. Is I know you can sign up and pretty much um, go at any time. Is it is it twenty four yeah, hours? Twenty four seven. That's what I like. And then you have the little. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've got the app on my phone where it's got the, uh, let me see, let me, I've got the Hotworks app, and then I also have the Brevo Pass. So when I went there last night, you know, I walked up, I, I went at uh, 8, I think 8 o'clock was my first appointment, 8, and then 8.15, and I was driving to Sprouts at 8.45. You know, I was in my car, I was in there, I took a few pictures of my uh, my uh, Hotworks uh, gloves that I bought in my car. Yeah. <laughs> nice. couple of hand selfies. Right. Anyway. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was so easy, but you could go there. That's another reason I wanted to sign up. You know, it's like if I was bored at midnight and I want something to do and just get out of the house, I go to Hotworks right down the street and get a workout in for 15 minutes, right? Yeah, I, but I, 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 I love to exercise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, you know, I'm a little crazy. I do love to exercise. For me, it's like a drug, and I think it's a good drug to, um, to have on hand. <laughs> well, uh, here. <laughs> Uh, hang, hang on a second, Burn. I'm going to shut myself off from the air, and I'll tell you her, her full name. I think this is the same one. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know her last name. Yes, that's her. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. She, yeah. She, yeah she, I went to school with her. Oh, my her God. Sisters. What are the yeah. odds? Well, she took me through. She's the one that showed me the whole thing and got me all set up. But, yeah, 24-7, She is a Chris. beast, man. Oh, she's I know. Lo- she's, she's lovely. That's not what I mean. But she is a, she is a beast. She's strong. She's very strong. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, yeah, she's got some, she's, she's very fit. Let's put it that way. Very, very fit and very, very sweet. So, you know, um, Chris, anything else, uh, you want to talk about? What about, uh, were you able to promote ice shakers anyway and at any way or in any way at the Super Bowl? Absolutely. He yeah, had the Gronk Beach party. Uh, the one thing that a lot of people have figured out about the ice shaker is that it's also really good for making cocktails as well. So uh, <laughs> yeah. a lot of times people double up with it and use it at the parties. You have my attention. <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. Oh, geez. Well, you know, I'm glad you're back safe and you had a good time. And what a, gra- a great way to promote your company. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't know how to – I hate wrapping it up. I, I would love to stay on the air with you and just chat. Go but Bills. We, we, yeah, go Bills for next year. I don't know. I, I cut off cable. I'm going to have to find – I'll have to go to one. I used to go to uh, – there's a couple of local bars here in Dallas that uh, all the Bills Mafia hang out at. One of them's up in Addison, I think, and I don't know where the other one is. But, you know, I'll probably start doing that. <laughs> That's a good idea. Found out a lot today. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Gone. Hand model now for hot works. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Uh... <laughs> and we're out of here. All right. Chris Gronkowski. Everyone visit his website, iceshaker.com or Instagram at iceshaker. Take care, Chris. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you. Have a great week. Uh, you Take too. Care. All right. Take care. Chris Gronkowski, everyone. Uh, We'll be right back. We've got a great show continuing on. Dr. Haley Perlis is coming up. How to avoid burnout in your workout and in your life. Stay tuned. You're listening to One Life Radio. Follow us on social media at One Life Radio. In today's environment, books provide the most reliable means for disseminating knowledge. Children's Health Defense Publishing offers titles written by foremost authorities and courageous voices who speak the truth despite criticism and consequences, often at the expense of their careers. Here are the latest must-reads in the fight for truth. The Courage to Face COVID-19, Preventing Hospitalization and Death While Battling the Biopharmaceutical Complex by true crime writer John Leake and prominent research cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough. Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming by Dr. Robert Malone. And Cause Unknown, the Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022 by former BlackRock fund manager Ed Dowd. 
Get your copies today at skyhorsepublishing.com. And listen to the show every Monday with Mary Holland, president of Children's Health Defense, for updates and deep dives into these new releases. That's skyhorsepublishing.com. Wellbeing Journal is a remarkable bi-monthly health publication esteemed by intelligent readers worldwide. It's available in print or digital, single issues or subscription. Its focus is on living a happy, healthy life and preventing or healing illnesses naturally. Preventing or healing cancer, arthritis, cardiovascular conditions, and digestive issues, as well as nutritional solutions for optimal health are regular subjects. Learn more at wellbeingjournal.com. Want to advertise on One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at oneliferadio.com. Contagiously positive. One Life Radio is back. All right, everyone. Welcome back to One Life Radio. It is Workout Wednesday. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and our special guest, Dr. Haley Perlis. She's back. She is an elite alpine ski racer uh, and uh, has competed and trained with the best in the world, pushing herself to the limits time and time again. She later earned a Ph.D. in sports psychology, and today she helps the world's top athletes and Fortune 100 executives overcome mental blocks to reach their goals and beyond. Uh, Dr. Haley earned her Ph.D. at the University of Northern Colorado with her emphasis on social psychology uh, of sport and physical activity. Her M.S. at the University of Florida in sport pedagogy uh, and her bachelor's degree at the University of Western Ontario in kinesiology. Her website is drhaleyperlis.com. That's drhaleyperlis.com or YouTube channel Dr. Haley Perlis on peak performance, a peak performance. Dr. Perlis, great to have you back. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. That is a very cool (laughs) resume, by the way. Alpine I know, right? I know, right? She's amazing. What do you want to say about that, Dr. Perlis? (laughs) (laughs) No, nothing? Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm so sorry. I'm hearing so much music in the background. I I can hardly hear you. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Uh, Jerry, uh, well, I'll let Jerry look oh, at the... Oh, there good... we go, there we go. We're okay. being resilient as we speak. There, there Hi, we go. Now I can hear you. Oh, I love <laughs> that. We're being resilient as we speak. Yeah, you just got to go with it sometimes, right? Stuff happens. That's Interference true. happens. Oh, That's my gosh. That's true. <laughs> but uh, Jerry was just saying how, how impressed he was with your resume and you being an elite alpine ski racer. <laughs> It's pretty impressive. Oh, well, I didn't hear that part, but now I have, and thank you. <laughs> That's amazeballs. <laughs> Were you ever, oh. like, on the uh, the Olympic road? I didn't know. Um, I was on the road, but I, I, um, I chose sports psychology rather early. So I actually stopped skiing when I was 18. Yeah. And wow. uh, I wanted to put medals on other people. I wanted to help help uh, athletes put medals on themselves. So awesome. I ventured out into 10 years of education, learning about all things resilience and performance psychology, and here I am today. So I still get out and perform. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just not always competing. I do things for fun now. Yeah. <laughs> well, what here's you? your cape. You're yeah, officially yeah. a superhero. <laughs> yes, yes, she is. <laughs> Well, well you know, you, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Perlis, um, today we're talking about how to avoid burnout in your workout and in your life. This is really important. I feel like a lot of people really are suffering from burnout, especially after the last three years. So what are some signs that we're suffering that if we are suffering from burnout or are headed in that direction? 
Yeah, there's really there's really three to pay attention to. And the first, I believe, is what most people would, would go towards, just the emotional and mental exhaustion. So that's the first characteristic of burnout. But sometimes you actually might just be tired and not have burnout. So the second two are ones that I really want to focus on. The second characteristic is what we call depersonalization. Basically, it just means that that something, maybe it's part, you know, in your workout or a project at work that you once felt connected to, you once felt, you, you know, you, you looked forward to going, you felt missed if you weren't there, you wanted to be a part of, you no longer care. Mm-hmm. That motivation is, is no longer there for you. It's kind of like a stretch to get yourself up and go when it was once something you rather enjoyed. Yeah. No, and I'm then, there. I, I, can, I can totally relate to that. And, and I couldn't put my finger on it. Like, why do I feel this way? And you said it well, you know, a depersonalization. And I think a lot of people, I don't know, you feel like you're just going through the motions and what once felt so exciting. I mean, once I get on the air, I'm excited, but I don't have the same enthusiasm that I did three years ago. I just think the last three years have been very tough on everyone. Agreed? It has. It has. Yeah. yeah. So that, that struggle. And then the third one, which unfortunately then takes on a life of its own, is that we have um, the third characteristic is low perceived, which is a big word, performance. So even though you may be showing up and you're doing your thing and everyone's loving you, you don't feel as if you're doing as good as the job as you used to. Uh-huh. So yeah. those three things, emotional and mental exhaustion, depersonalization and low perceived performance, those are the three characteristics of burnout, and we don't address it. What do we try to do? We go harder. We go stronger. We go longer. We get even worse. Well, I feel like I should send you a check by the end of this uh, <laughs> by the end of this show because I feel like you're going to help me. <laughs> Okay, so well, that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, well, I may send you a check. We'll see how well we do here. <laughs> so, so is it so? And I feel depressed too. So, is depression linked to burnout as well? Sure, it can be. It can be part of that. But again, you may just have moments of feeling depressed and not have depression. I just want to make sure that's really clear because sometimes yeah. we just have those moments of emotional and, and mental exhaustion. We're just not motivated today but you may not be burnt out. You may just, you know, be going through just like depression. You may not have depression. You may just be feeling a little depressed today. Yeah, that makes sense. But if it persists and if we don't do anything about it, then, you know, severe consequences can happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, you wrote on your website that there are only two ways to avoid burnout. So uh, what are they? Let's talk about them. And isn't that great that there's only that there's only two ways? It's really just one. You can do that one way in two different in two different formats. But it's so great. If you think about nutrition, there are so many different theories and thoughts and bodies and regimens. It's confusing. Burnout, simple. Right. It's recovery. And you can do so in two ways. You can either recover in stillness, meditation, deep breathing, um, sleeping, the brilliance of boredom, allowing yourself just a moment to just shut down and just be bored, embrace it. And then the other type of recovery is variety. So that's really active recovery, taking yourself out of one task and putting yourself into another as long as that other task creates a sense of calm and reception and, you know, and just peace. Mm-hmm. So it's more of like an emotional recovery. You might be, you know, exercise is a great recovery technique yeah. from work because re- exercise recovers your emotions and your mindset. So even though it's active, it's still recovery. Yeah. I need a T-shirt that says I'm embracing my boredom. Yeah. Well, you, no. <laughs> you no. can make a mint on those. 
<laughs> you are so spot on. And I love your laughter. Uh, you are so spot on because, you know, variety. And that's one of the things that I identified um, through self-examination and just, you know, putting a microscope on my life and saying, you know, what can I do differently to, you know, shake myself out of this kind of, you know. Uh, and and I discovered that I need more variety. And so that's one of the reasons I don't know if you heard the show before you jumped on, but we were talking about. So there's a there's a concept that just opened nearby my house called Hotworks and and you can go 24 seven. And I thought, OK, I've got all this equipment in my home. I even have an infrared in my home, but I want to get out of the house. I need some variety. I need to just get out. I need to talk to people, you know, like the girl Cindy I met last night. Hi, Cindy. What is your name? Cindy. Hi, I'm Bernadette. You know, just getting out and getting a variety, getting new people, new things into my life and uh, while I'm exercising at the same time. And so, yeah, I can totally identify with that. Are there any other examples of variety that you're that uh, that you tell your clients about um, in order to help them, you know, shake this uh, this burnout that they're suffering from? Absolutely. And, and really, we just have to look at our hobbies. So unfortunately, when we're overwhelmed, when we're, when we're feeling stressed, when we're feeling like we're being asked to do more with less and we don't have the time, the first thing that we, that we just naturally give up are the things that we love to do. Are there our hobbies, our activities, puzzling, gardening, reading a book, um, you know, listening, listening to music, going for a nice walk, it doesn't have to be exercise. And any of those activities that we consider to be, again, hobbies, enjoyable, our love, that's usually what creates a mental and emotional relief, mental mm. and emotional recovery. And if we can figure out how to do those things in 15 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, I mean, even in one minute or less, I can open up like, I don't know, the, the wordle. And, you know, just go and embrace now, some people that causes more stress, but, uh, you know, or, or Sudoku or puzzling. Even if I could just sit down and just put two pieces of a jigsaw puzzle together, um, if, as long as I have the discipline to get them back up and go and um, work and not get caught down the rabbit hole of wanting to finish it all, those are all things that are active recovery. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm loving this conversation uh, with Dr. Haley Perlis, everyone. If you're just now joining us, we're going to go for a quick break. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More coming up. Uh, you can find Dr. Perlis at her website, drhaleyperlis.com, or YouTube channel, Dr. Haley Perlis on Peak Performance. Stay tuned. You're listening to One Life Radio. You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com. Crazy Waters benefits have a history that runs deep. The legend is that in 1881, a woman who suffered from dementia would sit by the well and drink the mineral water all day long. People began to notice that the woman was not so crazy anymore. Had the well gotten rid of her crazies? The well became known as the Crazy Well and people from all over flocked to this magical place. Back in 1904, the famous mineral water company began bottling and distributing its mineral water. The benefits of these minerals all feed your body and mind what it craves. It's a natural sports drink without all the disruptive artificial flavors and sugars. You can find Crazy Water by visiting their website, drinkcrazywater.com. That's drinkcrazywater.com. We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. 
everyone. Welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry and Marie. We are with Dr. Haley Perlis uh, talking about how to avoid burnout in your workout and life broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Uh, Dr. Haley Perlis is an elite alpine ski racer. Dr. Haley uh, Perlis completed and trained uh, with the best in the world, pushing herself to the limits time and time again. She later earned a PhD in sports psychology, and today she helps the world's top athletes and Fortune 100 executives overcome mental blocks to reach their goals and beyond. Uh, Dr. Haley or Haley uh, earned her PhD at the University of Northern Colorado with an emphasis on social psychology of sport and physical activity. Her MS at the University of Florida in sport peda, peda, pedagogy, <laughs> and her bet <laughs> that that word always trips me up and her bachelor's degree at the University of Western Ohio and kinesiology. You're such, you're, you're fun to be on the air with. I just love your personality and I really, really do your laugh. And it's great to have you here with us today. So we're talking about how to avoid burnout in your workout in your life. So how important, you touched on meditation uh, a minute ago, but how important really is meditation for avoiding uh, burnout? Well, if you think about what meditation does, um, you know, many, many things, but just thinking about it, it actually helps you calm down the amygdala, which is responsible for all the negative emotions, depression, and, and anxiety. So, so it will help you work through those, but then it also increases your prefrontal cortex, which allows you to think more clearly, think more logically. And we are emotional creatures, right? Emotion trumps logic most of the time. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. So meditation, so meditation then will allow us to um, give us a moment of stillness, let our minds kind of become centered, and then we can actually, you know, afterwards we can move forward with more of a clear mind and calm emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recently started going to the Kadampa uh, Meditation Center here in Dallas, and on Thursday nights and on Sundays they have, you know, like a free meditation, just open house. And I have to say, it's it's uh, really um, incredible how just how 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 I I want to say not easy, but once you get in the practice of it, it just becomes easier and easier to reach that state of that deep meditative state, right? It. it- it really does, and it helps with sleep. It helps with everything. Yet, mm-hmm. at first, you know, you're, I'm sure you can agree, at first it's actually actually quite stressful to, to meditate. You're trying to focus, get, you get distracted, and then you get frustrated that you can't focus, you, get, you know, that you can't quiet down. So there's, there's actually some stress to, for some people to learning the meditation. I would just say embrace that suck, you know, power through, push, push through, because you will <laughs> reap so many benefits. Yeah, no, and it's, you know, and if you get accustomed to, like, the, so the guy that I um, that I go, and he's a Buddhist monk, uh, again, uh, uh, Kelsang uh, Menla, he's very, very good, but, you know, he isn't at my house. <laughs> so when I, <laughs> when I practice at home, it makes it a little more difficult, I think, but I do think it's good to work with a monk if you have that in your area. Would you agree to, like, I don't know, get Absolutely. a deeper, deeper state of meditation? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And when and I find that in meditation, when you're working with, um, you know, a, a guide, if you will, they also are, are they will let you kind of accept the fact that your mind might wander. They'll kind of normalize the, yeah. the learning, the process, the mm-hmm. normalize it for you so that you don't get frustrated with yourself. I do have one technique if I can share with sure. people. 
um, it's, it's more of an active meditation, but it, it, it's nice and it kind of, it, it will help to get yourself into meditative, meditative state. Um, you know, take a moment during the day and go outside for a walk. So this is like a recovery. So it'll help with burnout too, but also help develop skills of meditation. And while you're on that walk, just zone into what you see for like 30 seconds. Then just zone into what you hear for like 30 seconds. Then just zone in to what you smell. Then just zone into how the ground feels underneath you. So you're switching from sense to sense, but you're zoning in, becoming centered. And that's just, it kind of helps. I, I found it a very useful preliminary step, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, I do um, that. I mean, we can all do. I had no <laughs> idea. Do, that's what the, I, I do that. I just do that naturally. Look Sometimes it's just nice to, you know, focus on something. Yeah. No, uh, it is. You. You're smarter than you think. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> well, yesterday it was windy here in Dallas, uh, uh, Dr. Haley. And, uh, yeah, it was and crazy. It was a little crazy. And I actually ate dinner outside. I came home after I worked out and I made myself some uh, tofu and rice um, with some sliced cucumbers. I ate very healthy. And, um, and, I, and I ate outside and I was watching the trees. So that's kind of what you're talking about. So I went outside to eat and I was just kind of uh, zoning in on the trees that were just bending you know with the wind and it sent the message to me that yeah I need to bend with the wind we all need to bend with the wind like the trees I love that I love that yes yeah so it's just a it's just a, a calming down process that uh, that um and we all can do at any mm-hmm. time yeah well so how much you, t- you talked about variety uh being so important in a in uh, both a workout program and in everyday life. So how much variety should we have in a workout program? That really depends on the person. There are some people who, you know, are are runners, are cyclists, and they Mm -hmm. do the same, and they don't experience burnout as quickly as others, or they don't experience staleness as others. Uh, for myself, it's funny. I was just having this conversation. Um, my parents are visiting from Colorado. They have parents visiting, and they learned that I'm now cycling. And one person, the the gentleman, was telling me about this, you know, three day bike ride that I should go on. And I'm just, you know, no, because I will <laughs> need that's too much. Yeah. I like to do, you know, two hours, and then I like to switch the activity. I like to do a variety of activities during the week. So what I would recommend is just really asking yourself. What's best? Because there are times when we can do the same thing over and over again, and everyone mm-hmm. and someone's good with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that. I need variety in my workouts, and so I introduce all different types. I probably don't do the same thing more than two, twice in one week. Oh, wow. How often do you work out, and what's your recommendation on that? Yes, great. Um, my recommendation is different, again, for people. If people are just starting out. So there's a, there's a theory in, in exercise psychology, actually in all change model in all change models it's called the stages of change and you can consider yourself to be an exerciser if you have been exercising consistently three to five times a week each week for six months if you haven't been doing that then you're an exercise enthusiast <laughs> okay. anything less. yeah for exercise enthusiasts who aren't exercising consistently right may go in may come out i actually recommend seven days a week of exercise however some of those exercise sessions are going to be more active recovery, restorative mm-hmm. yoga, a nice walk. But I want you to get it in your schedule every single day so that it becomes a habit. Ah, yeah, a good habit, so right? I, I do that. Yeah, I do that. I, prob- I do something every single day 
Uh, maybe, maybe six times a week and other times would be seven. So at least six times a week I'm exercising, but some of it is more of like a yin yoga mm-hmm. where you're getting into, to stretch. Um, so it's not always high intensity, but yeah. I want the rhythm. I want the routine. I want the habit. I don't want to lose the habit. Mm. Yeah. And you know, I was reading earlier, just before we went live on the show, if you learn only one yoga pose, let it be the Supta. And I'm probably going to butcher this, but Supta Bada. uh, Kona Sana. It's a heart opening, lung stretching, deeply restorative posture that you can do with or without props. Uh, it's something they say that you uh, should do every single day um, if it's the only thing you can do to release your hips, your chest, your shoulders, and your throat. So, yeah. Love that. Love that. I was going to say, <laughs> give it to me in animal language because, you know, like right now, I'm right now I'm a ritual for myself. Every day I'm doing frog pose. <laughs> I really I thought she was going to say something like up dog. That's what I was. <laughs> Up dog, down dog, scorpion, frog. I know, I know yoga poses in animals. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the animal was. I'll have to I'll have to look that up. But but yeah, I mean, it, and it looks very relaxing too. And I would I think it would be great to do outside, as you said. Maybe not go for a walk, but maybe go out into the lawn if you have one, and uh, you know, break out the pose for five minutes and just breathe in the fresh air. All those things that we can do to avoid burnout, because I think a lot of people are dealing with this. Like I said at the at the beginning of the, uh, of of the broadcast with you. But um, so how much how much variety, uh, Dr. Perlis, do we need in our daily lives to avoid burnout? Like just, you know, regular burnout, yeah. you know, not exercise, just burnout. Sure, sure. And I don't know if it's necessarily variety, but I definitely want to focus on that recovery piece. So I'm, um, and I want us all to be thinking of a couple of things. One, life is not a marathon. Life mm. is a series of sprints. Mm. You sprint, which is your stress. And then you recover. And even though we're not talking about working out right now, but we, when we do interval training, like when you go to hot works, right, it, it, there's a lot of, you know, high intensity interval training or just interval training is popular oh, yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It means you stress and then you take a little recovery break and then you stress and you take a little recovery break, a little recovery break. So if we're working for 60 minutes, take a five, 10 minute recovery break, go for 90 minutes, take a five, 10, 15 minute recovery break throughout the day. So we really want to treat life as a sprint. Recovery is no longer a reward to getting things done. Yeah, I love that advice. no longer when we have the time. So it's those two things. Mm. Dr. Perlis, thank you so much. Where do I send the check? (laughs) (laughs) For you, hey, listen, for you because you are spreading this and sharing all of this with everyone. Are you kidding? Anytime you have a question, I am happy to answer it. Everyone else can send the text. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You're a dear. You really are. Dr. Haley Perlis, everyone. Her website is Dr. Haley Perlis. That's P-E-R-L-U-S dot com. YouTube channel, Dr. Haley Perlis on Peak Performance. Again, thank you so much. Have a fantastic rest of your week. You too. Bye, Bernadette. Bye, Jerry. Bye. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. I got to wrap this up. You get one body, you get one mind, and you get one life. Remember, life is a series of sprints, (laughs) not a marathon. (laughs) 